I'll be completely transparent uh, because I, I I really love how this episode is going and, and what we're talking about. Um, I, it was just very, very, very hard these past three years um, and very a lot of dark times and a lot of stress and anxiety around just seeing your friends around you continue to move up in life because they're in corporate, um, seeing people around you doing better than you because you feel like you're not moving forward with the product you're trying to get off the ground or your own brand if you're an influencer trying to get off the ground. Um, and I just want to encourage you to just continue to focus on yourself continue to keep your mind right, you know, please invest time into meditation, invest time into exercising, invest time into surrounding yourself with people that love you and support you. Um, and more than importantly, you know, if you are about to go on this journey of, of, of doing your own thing and becoming an entrepreneur, please look yourself in the mirror. Once upon a time, there were tens of thousands of makers struggling. Every day they built for hours and hours but didn't ship and didn't earn enough income. One day, the No Code Wealth podcast and newsletter came to help them find a way. Because of this, makers became founders and earned the money they deserve. Because of this, founders can have growth, freedom, and wealth until tomorrow. No Code becomes the next big skill that changes the future of humanity. That's what I'm all about. Hello, my name is Abdulaziz, and from an ethical hacker to a European Ivy League business graduate to a hypnotherapist to a growth marketer, I've lost everything twice, and now I'm rebuilding my life one more time, 1% a day. The No Code Wealth podcast and newsletter are for the makers and founders who have the proactivity, perspective, and persistence to go on this journey with me and get the answers about money, marketing, and mindsets so that makers become earners, earners become founders, and founders get freedom and create wealth. And thank you all for the support. It's incredible. This podcast is now ranking nicely on Apple in the entrepreneurship category, top 200 in San Francisco, top 60 in Germany, top 50 in the UK, top 30 in Sweden, top 25 in Italy, and top 25 in India. So let's keep going, keep rating, keep reviewing, subscribing, and sharing. My guest today is AJ Picard. From basketball to building more than 10 websites on Webflow, from counseling high school students to being a community leader at Impact Hub Baltimore, from being the founder of Sauce Designs to being the founder of Clava, a new social messaging platform helping people discover what's around them with real-time alerts from local businesses and location-based chat rooms pinned on their map. AJ is a true entrepreneur. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much for having me. I am honored, excited, and happy, and such a beautiful beginning to 2021 to connect with you and have you here. And to give a bit of context, can you share what is the story that made you the AJ that we know today? Yeah, for sure, man. So uh, definitely grew up in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, always had a passion for technology. Always, uh, my favorite company has always been Apple. Uh, I've been obsessed with apps for God know how long now, um, probably since they've come out. And so I started building my own apps when I was in college. I was a huge 
uh, gamer while I was playing basketball as well. Um, and I built an app that helped gamers, you know, discover games that were that were coming out for the consoles I owned. Uh, grew that to about 10,000 users. Uh, unfortunately, didn't have the knowledge on how to monetize on these users and actually build a business and brand. Um, so what I did was I shut that down. I was also moving away from gaming because I was kind of growing up and I had some other ideas and I decided to go into uh, sales for about two years um, working for my stepmother's company. I wanted to make sure uh, I could even sell before I did embark on a journey on my own and ended up doing really well. So I left my job back in 2017. I took out uh, a life insurance fund. My father left me before he passed away and I went full-time entrepreneur mode, uh, pushing uh, Clava from, uh, yeah, from, from that point on. And to be honest with you, uh, Clava, that the, the, I guess the, the description you, you, you pretty much communicated was our old vision. We have completely pivoted uh, from that vision and we are now allowing influencers to host exclusive live videos to a thousand members of their community and get paid for it. Um, so I will definitely dive into that later, but to continue my story, um, that first year in 2018, cause I quit my job in, uh, December, 2017 was just a lot of, um, you know, reaching out to investors, seeing if I could raise any type of round getting denied about, you know, a couple hundred times. And, um, uh, that whole year I literally didn't make $1. I lived, uh, off the savings that I took out. And um, we were able to launch our MVP for the app in the end of 2018. Um, early 2019, we're getting some really good traction, ended up getting hacked. Uh, our Firebase backend ended up getting hacked, ruined our momentum, and I was running out of money quickly. And so uh, I was trying to find a way to generate income to continue to fund Clava. Um, and that's when I really started diving into design. And so that whole year, I, I did a lot of design work and I was sharing it on a lot of my social, social platforms. And a lot of people started asking me like, Hey, can you design my website, my app? And, um, started doing that, started making some nice little side cash there to, you know, keep my life afloat. And then I started realizing I could be making a lot more money if I was able to, you know, really build out these products, uh, quickly and efficiently. Um, and instead of just, you know, hiring a, a developer to do them, since I was still kind of learning how to code. And that's when I finally discovered Webflow, um, the, uh, around probably March of 2019, or maybe even May 2019. And, uh, I was so intrigued by what Webflow was doing. And I was so impressed with how easy it was to pick it up. And I give all the credit to Vlad, the CEO of Webflow. If you guys haven't heard of Webflow, highly suggest going to check it out. Um, Vlad has an amazing, uh, tutorial videos on, uh, how to learn how to use Webflow and you can get up and running within a, an hour or two. And so the fact that I could learn so quickly on how to use Webflow, I really dove into building things inside of it. And I started, you know, pumping out a ton of websites for, um, some of the, my friends that were reaching out to me. And then I started realizing, you know, Clava is still trying to gain some traction so we're now near the end of 2019, early, um, yeah, early 2020. That's when I decided to create my own software development studio where we build products for people and businesses um, with no code and code. Um, just, you know, that way we can, 
we can hit their budget pretty much no matter what, because obviously building no code products is a lot a lot cheaper than actually coding things. And uh, it allows us to get their products to, to market a lot quicker and efficiently as well. So I, in, in the past year and a half now, have probably built 10 to 15 websites on Webflow. A lot of them just basic websites, but uh, these websites are you know custom designed, custom animations. And um, there are a couple websites where I've dove into other plugins uh, like MemberStack and Zapier to enhance the feature set that uh, that Webflow unfortunately doesn't naturally offer you. Uh, so along that that whole year, last year in 2020, our, uh, the my studio grew about 400% uh, from the year before, which was which was amazing. Had so much fun connecting with so many people about the products they wanted to create and um, helping them, you know, create these go-to market strategies and what to do and what to focus on. And it helped me gain a lot of experience around building products that I could then bring to Clava um, and to help, you know, gener generate more traction with that and get it off the ground. And now if we're fast forwarding to now, um, we are now getting ready to launch a uh, update for Clava that will completely uh, eliminate our previous focus, which you stated here earlier in the podcast, and really focus on creating these exclusive uh, live video streams for these influencers to connect to a thousand people from their existing community, but more importantly, get paid for that. And um, yeah, really change the way these influencers are collaborating and generating revenue. And so far we are in talks with a couple of venture capital firms. Uh, we should be getting a term sheet here actually in the next couple of weeks to uh, hit the ground and you know really start scaling this thing. And we also have about 10 influencers on board as well. Um, so that's really exciting. Uh, but when it comes to no code, I also in 2020 built a design feedback website called pastry, um, where new designers could submit their designs to our website and we would give them feedback. Uh, obviously we charge for this. Uh, the first two months were going really well. We were clearing about $300, $400 a month. Um, the issue with this became what became what, well, the issue of this was that uh, unfortunately, it was just a lot of labor and uh, time commitment, and the ROI wasn't really there for the amount of time we were committing to reviewing these pro these designs. So we ended up shutting that down. But you can still go check out the website at pastry with two Ys dot webflow dot io. Um, obviously, member stack is integrated in that, and people have you know you can sign in, sign up, and each member gets their what well would have gotten their own member page so that is probably the most complex webflow website i've ever built but other than that that's kind of how i got to where i'm at today and um it's been a really fun ride stressful one but really fun ride just kind of learning on my own and connecting with people and kind of just finding you know making ends meet with no whatever means necessary to uh you know keep clava afloat be able to continue to live my life which is you know, living, you know, doing my own thing and being an entrepreneur and uh, doing what I love, which is designing and creating products. So that's pretty much my gist, man. I, I'm sorry I kind of rambled off there for like nine minutes, but yeah. It's great, actually. It's you have lived the whole full entrepreneurial experience and just in a short time, you've lived multiple lifetimes. So, <laughs> well, speaking about Clava and we can focus on this. Which part of the stakeholder messaging, if you might call it this way, would you be interested 
then focusing on is it for the users or is it for the businesses or are you do you care more about getting more influencers or is it for the investors because each needs their own marketing message or positioning which one would be the highest priority or value right now definitely definitely influencers uh just because they run our platform and obviously we want them to know that we are creating clava to cater to them um we feel that there isn't a platform out there focused mainly on influencers uh instagram in my opinion yeah you can become an influencer but they are still focused on the average consumer like me and you because there's more of us out there than influencers and that's what drives their platform where we're the opposite without the influencers there is no clava so we i would definitely love to talk about the influencer part great but to make sure since you said they're focusing on normal users not influencers mm-hmm. just to get clarity do you make people become influencers or you need already people who are already influencers to bring their audience in yes yeah, so uh we're talking about already established influencers that have communities how it would work is when they go live and they create this live video inside of clava they can then share the link to join this live with their pre-existing communities and that's how they populate their lives inside of clava um and they can also if they want to uh start to build a community inside of clava by having people follow them so whenever they go live uh you know these these users get notified and they know about it but we wanted to really harp on the fact that uh clava doesn't require you to build a community or put in a ton of time to get your return on investment um our main goal is to create a platform that influencers can quickly get their return on investment but more importantly connect with their community in a whole different way and if you have a community already well then clava is exactly what you what you you should be looking for when it comes to collaborating with your existing community and g- generating additional revenue for your brand great so can you speak about both how and in which ways that are better or different does clava allow that co- collaboration between the influencer yeah. and their community and the second uh, thing is the monetization how are they able to either easier make money or have more opportunity or uh, get more people on their live shows or have an easiness of payment or anything that allows that monetization as well as like you said the connection with their community yeah great question man great question this might be a little little long here but um so yeah to start We are different because on Instagram and TikTok you can go live, anyone can join. Um you might not see, you know, your whole audience or following in there because TikTok and Instagram have an algorithm restricting that. Uh we don't have that. Um and then, you know, there's also a platform called OnlyFans out there where users can subscribe to your channel and you get exclusive content, mainly around mainly sexual content. Um uh Clava will not be focusing on sexual content but we will be able to offer that exclusive offering that OnlyFans offers for subscribing except um we do it in a different way. So how we do it is when a influencer goes live, they will share this live with their community. They will need to tell Clava what the live is about. Um they can give a title to the live similar to posting on Instagram or TikTok, you give a title description and then more importantly you're telling clava how long you want this live to last there's three time intervals that you can choose from you can have a live that lasts 15 minutes 30 minutes or an hour 
And for this example, we're just going to say that um, this influencer uh, has created a live that only lasts 15 minutes. Um, they will then share that with their community. And as user, when users click that link to join, they will go to the App Store, download Clava. They will create an account inside of Clava. And then once they're done creating that account, uh, they will then uh, go right into the paywall to join this live. And what I mean by paywall, uh, in order for a user to join a live inside of Clava, they will need to purchase what we call a time pass. This time pass ranges in the same time intervals as the lives. So a user could purchase a time pass for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or an hour. When they purchase this pass, Clava will give them access to that influencer's live for that long. So in this example, this influencer's live for 15 minutes, I'm probably going to buy a, a pass, a time pass for 15 minutes so I can ex experience the whole live. And that costs only 99 cents. And the influencer will make money off each user that, per that, that joins that live. And then Clava will make uh, money off that user as well. And Apple will also make money off that user. So it's a three-way split. Um, the reason why the influencer will, will, should um, think about this, this uh, new way of monetizing is because instead of having, um, you know, you're selling these merchandise from other businesses on your stories and on your news feeds, um, you know, you're charging a, a fixed price for this. And um, yeah, you're getting your return, return on investment 100%. And we're not telling you to stop doing that. But what you can do in Clava now is when you go live for 15 minutes and you're able to drive a thousand users into this 15 minute live, your max profit in 15 minutes is $600. And that ROI is a lot higher than the ROI you're getting from brands paying you to promote for 24 hours uh, in some cases, because what you can do in Clava is continue to go live multiple times a day if you want to and continue to drive your community in there because since only a thousand people can be in this live, the excitement and exclusivity to join that live is going to be there and your community is going to have a feeling of missing out if they're not in that live. And that's kind of what we're really focusing on creating for these influencers uh, when they're using Clava is a platform that naturally drives up the excitement around just their brand, whether it's connecting with the community inside this live, or in some cases we have, you know, we have a fitness trainer that will be hosting exclusive live workout sessions, uh, which, you know, these, these a thousand people that are joining this, this workout are only going to have access to. And the best part about it, the price of entry to join this workout is a lot cheaper than what these, uh, you know, this workout influencer would be charging on Instagram or TikTok, where, you know, to join a class that they would be hosting on Zoom, it might cost 20 or $30, right? And you might only get 50 or 100 people to sign up. Whereas if you're in Clava and you run a exclusive workout and you do it for an hour, well, then you can drive way more people into that live. And since you're driving way more people in that live, it's a cheaper price point and you end up generating more revenue than how you're doing it now. And that's kind of what we're trying to do. We're trying to create this cool, exclusive, exciting digital room that only a thousand people are going to get access to. And we're getting a lot of positive feedback so far. And I'm really excited for us to launch. We're aiming 
uh, not next week, but end of next week. So and we're aiming for next Sunday to launch in both iOS and Android. And uh, yeah, if there's any influencers out there that, that are interested in, in checking us out or wanting to use this, you know, obviously, please reach out. But that's pretty much the gist of it um, and what we're trying to accomplish. Great. I mean, I love the idea, but can I be a bit harsh? Because reality is very harsh. So I'll ask difficult questions. And then if the idea survives them, then it's wonderful and it should be supported in every way. The first, how is this different from you Spired and their backstage pass? And the second is because I'm very familiar with marketing and the product launch model. And what it does is when you repeat it, that FOMO works for a while and then it burns the audience out and therefore it doesn't work and you look like a salesman. So I'm being very harsh here about that. How is this different than the inspired idea, which allows you to buy backstage uh, backstage passes to get to live um, video streams by thought leaders and influencers and coaches. So it's already there. And the second is you said that excitement. Well, There is also a burnout that comes from that. So how can you deal with it? Because if a person does it five times a day, every day, at some point, it just will seem like, you know, those celebrities, when they say, if you are too much on TV, well, you're not important enough. You need some scarcity uh, of like, of yourself too. So please Mm -hmm. comment on these. Yeah, great questions, man. Um, uh, To start, one way we're different is that only a thousand people can join each live. So there's a limited cap. So that will definitely drive up the exclusivity and excitement at the end of the day and the burnout part. Yeah, man. Uh, actually, before I tap on that, um, another op- another way we are different is the price point to entry to these lives. I mean, think about this, man. Yeah, people, these influencers could do this multiple times a day, but the price point to entry is so affordable that these other comp- our other competition can't even compete. I mean, in order to join a live for 15 minutes, it's 99 cents. To join a live for 30 minutes, it's $1.99. And to join a live for an hour, it's $2.99. So with these cheap, affordable prices, it, 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 it will entice more users to join constantly. And I think it extends the, the burnout rate because of how cheap it is and how cool the experience that they're getting um, when they purchase these time passes are. Um, and with that being said, to answer your next question, yeah, you're right. The burnout is going to be an issue. And that's why we're trying to work with influencers to generate new ideas on on cre- on keeping the excitement on their lives, um, you know, at a very high level, just like any new platform that comes out. You know, there's you have to find creative ways to get attention and to keep people, at, you know, stuck to your brand and entertained by your brand. And you know, when Instagram came out, like we talked about, it was all, it's, it's all about pictures. And then people started realizing cool, creative ways to really build a following. And then influencers came about and now they're being creative because they can, they can create exclusive content related to their brand and they're being creative, right? So that's how these influencers get these massive communities because of the content that they're posting. It's going to be the same thing in Clava. It's going to be the content that you're creating in these lives are going to drive the users into your live every time. For instance, my personal favorite artist, this is this is obviously a big example. And if we ever get to this, <laughs> this um, opportunity, I will be ecstatic. But my favorite artist is Drake. And, you know, he has an album coming out soon. If he was to host an exclusive live inside of Clava, where maybe he drops a a new snippet 
from his new album, um, maybe for only 15 minutes. And he can continue to do that every day if he wants to, where it's just different snippets. He can really generate a good amount of revenue each time, drive up the excitement and exclusivity. Because if I miss that 15 minute live around Drake, I'm pissed because I want to I want to hear these new tracks that haven't even been released yet or aren't or are going to be released at a later date. And I think that's what we need to really harp on. Like what what is going to continue to get users to come over and join these exclusive lives? But at the same time, I do think it's going to be easier because the price point to enter these exclusive lives are a lot more affordable. And last but not least, Clava is also an app. OnlyFans, unfortunately, is not an app. It's only on the web. So when it comes to use, when it comes to usability and um, the user experience, I think we have a leg up on our competition in, in that sense as well. So I hope I answered those questions. Let me know if I didn't. But that's just my views on, on, on the whole subject matter. It's great, actually. And another kind of different question. Did you consider the ability that the influencers can actually get more followers or even go viral on your app? As well as considering that, of course, the influencers want to get more followers through your app, but they don't want to lose their followers to other influencers on the app. I know it's a complex issue, but if they're only uh, is the is the option only that they are bringing their existing audience and monetizing it in a better, cheaper way through your app, or do they have the ability to also get like notifications to everyone on the app saying uh, X Y Z? Like Drake has a, a live show here as well. In case you're interested to follow him and buy a special pass for him too, or is that out of the question? Man, these are great questions. I'm loving all these. Um, <laughs> and I got answers to all of them. <laughs> um, so the first thing is that um, uh, when, it when it comes to Clava and building a community, yes, you have the option to do that. The reason why I'm not leading, uh, I'm not going down that route with the initial pitch here is because a lot of influencers get turned off when they hear this because it's just another platform that they have to entertain and they have to put time commitment to a ton of time commitment to and when we tell them about these short lives they're way more entertained and but we do have some influencers obviously that want to build a community and they want to know if we can build a community in Clava. and the answer is yes so how you can build a community is this think of um when you when an influencer joins Clava, they will have to create an account and then they will have to create what we call a group chat. This group chat is essentially like a public Discord or a public Slack channel or a public Signal um, channel, right? And they can drive, you know, users already using Clava can join this group chat at any time. They can promote this group chat with their audience and, and drive as many people into that group chat as they want. And people can follow this group chat. Now, here's the kicker. In this group chat, they could have 10,000 people in here. And just like Discord and Signal, you could have the same thing and Slack, same thing. But what's the difference? The difference is that inside this group chat is where these influencers are going to be going live. So all they need to do is if they have a community of 5,000 people inside their group chat already, which I'm sure they can get to as they continue to do more lives and people want to follow their group chat, um, they can instantly go live whenever they want and they can communicate that with their community inside this group chat they can send a mass notification to everyone in that group chat that is following them they can mention people inside the group chat or they could just go live and when any influencer goes live inside of clava 
every user is going to be getting a notification to start so that we can continue to build our community and try to drive up that stickiness around Clava. But as we start to grow, we will be only sending notifications to the uh, users that uh, to the people that are following these influencers that are going live. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. This is wonderful. And let's explore like the hell part of the experience of influencers. What is the problem? I know you mentioned a little bit in the beginning, but I want specifically and with clarity, what is now the pain of influencers that they're experiencing without Clava? Man, another great question. Um, a lot of problems. Uh, number one is that they don't have an opportunity to hone on in a, a small audience of their of their massive communities. It's very hard um, to do that on Instagram and TikTok because on average, uh, every post or live that you do, on average, you're getting about 5% or 10% engagement from your total following. And you still can't really hone in on um, like a small group of people or audience with Clava, uh, we obviously offer that through the 1000 member cap in our live. Um, but we also offer the opportunity to interact with a massive group through the group chat when you aren't live. Um, and then number two, uh, a lot of influencers are having issues collecting uh, money from brands that they collaborate with. Some have said that they've waited months, uh, weeks, um, rarely, in some cases, do they get it every two uh, within two weeks. Uh, so we will be paying out the influencer every two weeks, uh, no matter what. So every we're tracking how much money they're making off each live and payouts will be going out every two weeks. And what we're trying to do is reduce that time to instant, which we have a ton of plans in the future to do. Um, and then the third thing is these influencers, you know, they have to make money at the end of the day. They have these huge communities. They put so much time into building these communities. They should definitely be getting paid for it. And with that being said, these influencers are trying to get more and more creative with how they promote uh, these these collaborations with other brands. And that's why you see a lot of uh, influencers, you know, either posting, either having the hashtag ad on each post when it is related to a brand promotion so that their community knows, um, because honestly, they are trying their best to not only be transparent that they're promoting something. But if they're not being transparent, they're trying to camouflage this as a way where it doesn't look like an ad because communities and us consumers are catching on to what these influencers are doing. You know, they're, they're just they're just selling products that they say they're using, but they're really not. Right. I mean, let's just be honest. And these discounts that they're getting, these affiliate discounts that they're getting, we all know what the deal is. They're they're not really wearing these clothes. They're just getting these clothes sent to them for free. And they just want to make money off me buying it just because this influencer is wearing it. Right. So what we're trying to do is give them the opportunity where inside these exclusive lives, um, they can they can promote their own brand. They can be themselves and they can interact in their community around their own brand. Yeah. These influencers, if they want, can share collaborations and products with other brands inside these lives if they want. I don't suggest doing that. But mainly these lives are focusing on influencers that have a brand already and they want to they want to promote it and make money off of it. And that's what these lives are doing for them because these users are joining to connect on a more exclusive level with these influencers. And we feel like they should be getting paid for that time to interact with these influencers to the with their community and audience because it took a lot of time to build that community in the first place and that's kind of what how we're different from the rest of them out there and what we're trying to accomplish 
compared to these other platforms. Thank you. Actually, you have very, like when you said you failed a hundred or more times with investors, I see the improvement and the thought process that went through it. And I will still add more because I'm having an idea that I'm trying to test. So, okay, two things. One, there is that advice that Gary Vee keeps saying that don't monetize your audience, get sponsored, because if you try to monetize, the relationship will change, the dynamics will become weird, and therefore you will not get as much uh, like clout and sharing and goodwill with your people. So how can you comment on this? Because I know multiple influencers who say, oh, no, I, I would rather have a big audience than a lot of money because, oh, if I try to make money, I will limit my growth and blah, blah, blah. And the mm -hmm. second, you said they can hone down on a specific segment or small part of their audience. Well, theoretically and very, very likely, that part will be the most engaged or, as we call it in marketing, the hyper a reactive segment. What benefits are there in engaging more with that hyper-reactive or most engaged segment uh, instead of just engaging and blasting broadcasting to everyone on Instagram or TikTok or whatever? So the two are the monetization, how it could change the dynamics. According to Gary Vee, I'm not saying this is whether this is true or not. I'm just asking mm -hmm. you to comment. And the second about... Um, when they interact more with the most engaged rather than with the whole part, what benefits or uh, anything that can ensue from this? Uh, shout, uh, yeah, for sure. Definitely will answer these right now. Shout out to Gary Vee, though. I was on his a couple of his shows. I randomly got featured on a couple of his shows. Amazing content. Love that guy to death. Um, definitely helped me a lot throughout this journey on just, you know, hustling and making money to stay afloat. So, um, yeah, huge shout out to him. I, I, I hear what he's saying. Uh, when it comes to Clava, you know, look, I'm always going to say this from the get-go. We give you the best of both worlds. You can honestly use Clava to just, you know, build a massive following inside your group chat. And then when you're ready to, and if you want to test this out, you can go live at any moment inside this group chat that has your community already in it to see if it's worth monetizing or if it's going to affect the engagement or interaction or the, the happiness around your brand inside of this group chat. So we just want to give the freedom to use to influencers to do what they want. If these influencers want to create exclusive, you know, lives, then great. Use Clava and you can get paid for it. Awesome. But if these if these influencers want to build a community, a massive community where they're just, you know, in in this group text, in the guts, interacting with everyone instead of going instead of going comment to comment on each post on Instagram, they can put that time now into their group chat inside of Clava. And now you have a more engaging community in there because these people are the people that are obsessed with you the most, more than likely. Um, and that will definitely drive up your engagement and business and, and around your brand. And when it comes to, you know, this small audience, this core audience, you're 100% right. It's going to be the, the people that are obsessed with this influencer and, this is this is super enticing for them because um, you know that if you read any type of marketing content, once you get a thousand uh, core followers, you become a legitimate brand um, because you can do what you can do a lot with those a thousand core followers. They're going to ride or die for you, and a lot of these influencers know exactly know exactly who their core followers are because they see the same people commenting, the same people DMing them, the same people liking the pictures right away, joining the lives right away. 
Um, and with Clava, what we are going to do for them is allow them to capitalize off these um, people that are obsessed with their brand and engaged in their brand. And we give them a platform to really easily do that. This is great. And let me ask you a very short question that I hope you'll answer specifically. So, because there is something in marketing, which is qualification or segmentation. So are the influencers most likely to be attracted to Clava, those people who wish to monetize their brand without needing to deal with brands? Or because, you know, there will be always people who say, no, don't monetize, that's bad. And those won't be your ideal clients or not, I'm asking you. So to you, do they already believe and think that monetization is good and they're looking for alternatives? Or are you trying to convince the um, unconvinced? Okay, yeah, another great question. Um, so with that being said, uh, you know, we are definitely going to find more answers to this question when we do launch. Um, but what we do want to um, kind of harp on is the positives of what we're doing. And the positives are, you know, these influencers get tons and tons of inquiries a day that they have to, you know, sort through and decide which one they're actually going to deal with. And then they have to jump on a call or a meeting with these brands. And then they have to collect the payment. And then they have to set up the post and create the post around this this collaboration. And then they have to post at the right time for this collaboration and get the most engagement for this brand so they can make even more money. And there's a lot to go in into that, you know, and, and we are not knocking that and we don't want them to, you know, not do that anymore if that's what's paying the bills. And if why not? I mean, if you become more polarizing, you stick out. Okay, I will tell you this. I will tell you something. Tell me whether this makes sense. And then we can work on it a bit more. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is the part that Ryan, you know, calls the freestyling part. So influencers nowadays are frustrated. They want to monetize their com their brand that they work so hard to create content for so many hours a day and spending so much time that is basically for free. The only alternative mostly is dealing with brands, but then they need to sift through so many emails from so many brands and then hop on a call and maybe be dealing with bad people and then they have to often pretend or clearly show that they're being a kind of sleazy salesman for those brands in front of their audience, tarnishing their reputation. And then even when they do that, and they do all those somewhat humiliating things that they didn't even get to be influencers to do because they wanted to do good things in the world, they will need maybe to wait 30 days or 60 days if they're lucky to get paid for all this hard work and that tarnished reputation they're doing with their users as well as the algorithms whether on instagram or tiktok is not really putting them always in front of their potential true fans and their brand only will be strong powerful and all it can be when they can communicate more and gather those true fans what clava allows them is to have a place and to collect all those true fans in a place where the algorithm will always show them notifications when this influencer is going live therefore always always strengthening and keeping top of mind of those true fans as well as all those hours and times where they were spending for free responding to their true fans as well as the haters well they will have a positive community of people who love them who will show them positive things give them great feedback and ideas as well as for a cheap fee of one or two bucks or less, they can actually get that deeper connection where they will get 
paid fairly for their time where they can get that financial independence that they are working so hard to get because yes, they want to impact people. They want to change the world and the people most likely to be impacted are their core true fans. And also they want to be have money to live life on their term because money is the oxygen for them to live their life, to be able to create more content, to get uh, better nutrition even, <laughs> to, to, to be healthier, better cameras, better set up more time to read and learn and synthesize that information and change the lives of their fans as well as they don't need to maybe either deal with brands or deal with their one-by-one coaching with their people they can for a small fee that doesn't tarnish their reputation the way that doing those brand deals will they can for a small contribution at an exclusive thing also so that they show that they're not like selling their soul and becoming commercial, they are opening it to a maximum of a thousand people where each time the people who love them, who adore them, their true fans can connect with them and happily pay them less than the price of a fourth of a coffee (laughs) at Starbucks. And he can have the good life that he wants. He can build that core true fan without the algorithm being in their way, as well as he can get paid fairly and create the content that the fans, he will notice also through the payment, which content is working in a monetizing way because likes don't translate to money. People can like something, but if you try to turn it into an offer, nobody can buy, but money, that's voting with their wallet. So they can also test the market for which content they could create in the future courses and trainings about that they already pre-sold and did the MVP. So Clava also is a way for them to MVP their ideas about their trainings and courses for the future. And if they don't do that, well, they're being crushed. From one side, the brands are crushing them, abusing them, making them turn into sleazy salesmen and abusing them with payment. And the algorithms, they don't prioritize them. They might show their posts to some people who don't even care or to their true fans, nobody knows, it's random, it's not optimized for them. And their true fans, they don't see them as often as they wish to and they could, but now in one place, they can liberate themselves from the tyranny of those brand deals. They can get compensated fairly for all the hard work that they do. They can MVP all their ideas to create courses and trainings, as well as collect one by one or 10 by 10 or 100 by 100, their true fans keeping them in touch and therefore having that security that even if they get deplatformed or even if like anything happened in the world at least they can always connect to their true fans keeping their business afloat and their uh, brand um, strong and able to always 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 have the possibility to help people and get paid fairly for it how does it sound yeah, I mean, do you want to be an ambassador for us? You're more than happy to come on board. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, of course. You nailed everything. <laughs> yeah, man, like like I said, um, yeah, th- that's exactly what we want to do. But at the, And I, honestly, I think our sweet spot are the influencers that have under 100,000 followers that, you know, aren't making as much per post or per story post or whatever that these influencers with, you know, 500,000 plus followers do because, um, you know, it's, it's very hard to get to that number. Um, and it takes a ton of time. So I think there's more influencers. Well, I know there's more influencers that are under that hundred thousand range, which is our sweet spot. And they will 100% generate more revenue for their brand 
and 100% generate more excitement and exclusivity around their brand if, it, if they were to completely transfer over to Clava. For sure, man. I'm excited to follow your evolution to see the launch. And I believe this is a truly good thing for having that actual path. You know, when I think about it, I think in grander scheme things in the world, the path of becoming an influencer at one point, of course, it was exclusive and glamorous, but now it got overcrowded in a way that the apps that are working now are not helping influencers. So too many of them might have a big audience, not like large, large, but like you said, 100,000 or less or a bit more, but they're not really monetizing it properly because there are not ways that are optimized to do that. And you're turning this into a viable career path through Clava, helping people who want to escape that ticking bomb of the nine to five job and get mm -hmm. the freedom, live on their terms, have mm -hmm. that uh, uh, location independence. And you're making that a lot, lot more exciting, possible and open for the right people. And I salute that. Well, yeah. AJ, do you have any um, like closing remarks or and uh, share some um, where can people find you? Where can they hear more? When can they follow Say you and where they can they learn more about Clava? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like links. Yeah. 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 Um, so obviously you can learn more about Clava at www.clavaapp.com. Um, you can, uh, yeah, you can definitely follow me on, um, on, uh, Instagram if you want to keep up with kind of like our, on what we're doing and, uh, at pick a card at P I C underscore a card and then N E card. Um, that's my Instagram where you just search AJ Picard. I should find up. We also have a Instagram as well, Clava app and uh, Clava app on Twitter. Um, I'm also on Twitter too, if you want to follow me. Um, but yeah, man, closing remarks, uh, just anyone out there that is doing their own thing. I I'll be completely transparent uh, because I, I, I really love how this episode is going and, and what we're talking about. Um, I, it was just very, very, very hard these past three years um, and very a lot of dark times and a lot of stress and anxiety around just seeing your friends around you continue to move up in life because they're in corporate, um, seeing people around you doing better than you because you feel like you're not moving forward with the product you're trying to get off the ground or your own brand if you're an influencer trying to get off the ground. Um, and I just want to encourage you to just continue to focus on yourself continue to keep your mind right, you know, please invest time into meditation, invest time into exercising, invest time into surrounding yourself with people that love you and support you. Um, and more than importantly, you know, if you are about to go on this journey of, of, of doing your own thing and becoming an entrepreneur, please look yourself in the mirror and uh, make sure you 100% want to do this because if this is definitely not an easy road and if everyone, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. And you need to continue to just strive forward no matter what, whether that is taking a part-time job so that you can pay rent so you can continue to build your, your product and your brand, then do that. Like there are times where you might not work full-time on your brand until you're getting legitimate income coming every day. Just don't let anyone tear you down if you truly believe in what you're doing. And that's all I have to ask because all I have to say, because I've gotten a thousand no's from investors um, and we finally are getting some sort of term. We're getting a term sheet here in the next couple of weeks. And, you know, I've, I've had investors tell me like, 
you know, from the original idea that you mentioned uh, that you pitched about, you know, our original vision for Clava. Um, I've told investors straight to my face. Investors have told me, sorry, like this is not going to work. This is a stupid idea. People have tried to do this so many times and can't get it off the ground. So I just want to encourage people out there. Don't give up on your concept and your idea. Continue to pivot, continue to listen, continue to grow, continue to learn, and just more importantly, continue to just be yourself because at the end of the day, no one is out there is like you and you're one of one. So you can do anything you want as long as you continue to move forward and actually hustle and believe in yourself. That is wonderful. And we're kindred spirits because I, like I said in the introduction, I lost everything twice. So I had that darkness. Even in 2020, I had a, a customer facing kind of business and then boom, lost everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to rebuild 1% and I'm still doing it. So like you said, it's very true. You have to meditate, care for yourself, as well as my principle now is if I don't hear a harsh no before noon, I'm not taking enough action. So <laughs> to me, I am like, of course, I look forward to the first big no of the day to get my quota in. <laughs> so we're collecting no's to find the yes, because the yes is found in the land of no's. It's not just like, because people imagine... Um, someone who's successful, they just had a plan and everything was executed perfectly and worked yeah. on the first yeah. try. And it's like, oh, wow, they're so blessed and lucky. But what happened is that they get crushed by life for so long until finally it works. But people only notice when it's working and they're like, oh, my God, you're an overnight success. But actually, it was like 10 years or five years of like nothing. <laughs> and then yeah. it, in yeah. the end, in the end, um, things it's like the pieces of the domino finally begin to turn and people only see that and they're like oh my god they're so lucky i wish i was lucky like that but they weren't there in the darkness they were in their corporate job enjoying their uh, safe retirement yeah yeah and i want to comment on this i mean there's there's definitely no there's nothing wrong with having a corporate job or you know doing your thing and being secure you know that is if that makes you happy pay attention to that don't don't just become an entrepreneur because you feel like that's how you're going to become rich. Um, you can have a job and have other passive incomes coming in and still be rich. You know that you don't have to go full throttle on becoming an entrepreneur. If you want to become an entrepreneur, it's because you want to you want to build, you have an idea and you that is going to solve a need and solve a problem. And you're going to do whatever the hell it is to get that idea off the ground and working. And with that being said, you know. Look, you only need one shot, right? I mean, we are getting a great opportunity here um, within the next couple of weeks. And this is our first shot in three years. And now that we have this one opportunity, it's now giving us the opportunity to prove everyone that told us this wasn't going to work, um, that it will work. And yeah, that just really comes with, you know, that that little luck that happened for us came from the hard work that my team and I put in the past three years and got nothing and continue to get beat down by people around us. And, you know, what comes around comes around. What comes around comes around always, you know. So it's just like what goes up must come down. What goes down must come up. It's the same thing. You just got to keep pushing forward and finding ways to stay afloat. And eventually, if your product is sound enough, you will start to you will start to build out what you want to build out and become successful. And that's all that's all I'm saying. Just try your best to stay afloat, stay positive and keep moving forward. Very true. It's about following your bliss, following your heart, like Joseph Campbell says, mm -hmm. or like a change to Hamlet. Some people are born entrepreneurs. Others, they have entrepreneurship thrust upon them. Like 
some people are entrepreneurs because they're not employable in a way that they cannot live when they're working in that way. And many people know that's their happiness of the career. And uh, that is great. And everybody have their own path in life and their own heart. What I'm talking are, I was talking to the, and we are talking to the entrepreneurs who have that desire in their hearts of doing their own thing and living life on their terms, man. And you're doing it and you're paying the, like you spoke about Gary Vee, when he has a bad day, he says, that's when I know I'm paying the price to be my own boss. That's correct. That's correct. And I will give you a real quick example of that. On Wednesday of this week, I had one of the worst days financially for myself that I had in a while. And I thought I was going to, you know, literally run outside and just start screaming around the block because I was such in a uh, stressful state. And, um, you know, you naturally just take that out on the people around you, unfortunately, because you're so I'm so competitive that I, I want this to succeed so bad. Um, and when this event happened, I got super stressed out. And honestly, what I needed to do was just take some time. I actually went and played with my my puppy and we had a great time and I took my mind off things. And when I came back, I remember laying in bed that night and I remember just constantly saying in my head, you know what? Tomorrow is going to be the best day of my life. I already know it's going to be the best day in the past three or four years. And I truly believed it. And then yesterday was the best news we've gotten ever is when, you know, this investment firm told us that they will be sending us a term sheet and we'll be able to move forward and and really have an opportunity to do something special here with Clava. And that just goes to show this entrepreneur life is so up and down that you have to stay level headed as much po- as much as possible, because at any given moment when you're at your worst, it can be the next day could be your best. And that's all I want to keep in mind here when when we're talking about this whole story, because things are just so up and down. It's not consistent until you actually are off the ground and running. Yes, and that's variance. That's what is the meaning. You know, when people say, oh, no risk, no reward. That's what it means. What is risk? It means when you open variance in statistics, it means, well, one day you can get a crushing day, but it's because that day is possible. It means a glorious day is possible. If you don't allow the possibility for crushing defeat, you cannot have glory. You'll just be in the middle always, and there is no possibility for a lot, lot more. Well, this extended because so exciting and so interesting. I hope to get you back again for whatever, under whatever pretense in the future. (laughs) I wish you a great day, man. AJ, you're awesome. Hey man, look, I really, really, really appreciate you reaching out. I I had so much fun on the show and, and, um, you know, being featured and maybe I can jump back on and in a couple of months if, if Clav is off and running and uh, look, anything you need from me, please let me know. Happy to share with my community. And again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me on here. I had a blast. Mm-hmm.